You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News, Balitang Thinking, Hindi Breaking. In this episode... We know that the reason why two-wheeled ride-hailing services are patronized by the consumer is that it is by far much more affordable than using Grab. What used to be a 200 peso to 250 peso fare for a 25-kilometer trip is now averaging 500 to 800 pesos. There was even a time when it would reach more than 1,000 pesos because of surge pricing. We talk about the rising fares for a Grab ride as of late. Why do they cost this much all of a sudden? Ride-hailing services like Grab and Uber changed the game. Before they came along, people often had to put up with dirty, overcharging, and sometimes unsafe taxis. In Metro Manila, drivers often turned off the meter and demanded a fixed fare. But then we all know Uber eventually pulled out of the Asian market, leaving Grab with a sizable monopoly, and the power to dictate prices. And lately, Grab's not been much of an option for people already struggling with high food prices. But commuter group The Passenger Forum says it's bigger than that. Yung dynamic pricing ng TNBS, ibig sabihin, mayroong fair metrics yung gobyerno, pero may malaking allowance yan eh. Ang pagtatansya natin, pumapasok pa rin siya, no? Doon sa allowance na binibigay ng government. Doon sa matrix, no? That's Primo Morillo, The Passenger Forum's convener. He says the rates have more to do with their pricing scheme. Surge charges are basically additional fees imposed during peak hours when demand is higher than supply. And it's a perfectly legal business model. So bale, grab prices are high not because grab prices are high. Grab prices are high because the demand is high. Ang paraan para mapababayan ay yung hayaan yung mas maraming units para kumabol yung supply sa demand. Kasi mapapansin mo naman na kahit na ngayon, mataas talaga. Uh, sa akin, sa tingin ko, wala pa naman lumalagpas, parang laging naka-permanent surge lang. Yun yung problema. The LTFRB did increase the flagdown rate of taxis and TNVS in September, but that was only by 5 pesos. Oh, that's right. TNVS stands for Transport Network Vehicle Services. Grab falls under this. Right now, the minimum fare for ride-hailing services ranges from 45 to 55 pesos. That was after Grab asked for a 20 peso fare hike. The LTFRB says based on ridership figures submitted by TNVS companies, they're mostly compliant with the fare matrix it's imposing to regulate surge charges. Here's Joel Bolano. He's chief of the LTFRB's technical division. 
tingin ko hindi naman siya dapat nagdidependent sa supply at sa demand. Kasi ang fix naman yung ano eh, fair matrix. Yung surge naman, possible na mag- magmamatter yan because of the demand. So, ang tingin ko kasi dyan, um, yung demand kasi, may oras lang siya. So, kaya nga tinitingnan din namin kung ano yung effect ng available number of TNVS. Uh, that's, kaya nga sabi ko sa ini-study ng board kung yung remaining slots, eh, dapat i-open o kailangan dagdagan. So the LTFRB says that the surge prices are okay because they're within the regulations. Problem is, pre-pandemic traffic is back. There are no more off-peak hours. And because the low supply and heavy traffic mean demand is hardly met, it's much easier for Grab to charge for surges all the time. Not to mention, it sometimes takes an hour just to book one. There's also stories of drivers opting not to take requests during peak hours out of fear of getting caught in traffic. That drives up surge charges even more. Primo says another issue is that the supply of available cars is low to begin with, whether or not you book during peak hours. And Joel of the LTFRB admits, part of the problem is the red tape. It can take anywhere from 3 to 8 months to get one permit for a TNVS car. At this time, kasi nagkaroon tayo ng change of administration, so the new administration is now currently studying on the remaining slots kung i-reopen or baka may iba pang uh, moving forward doon ang bagong board natin. As far as the LTFRB is concerned, ang nakikita namin parang yung requirement doon sa Certificate of Conformity ng Banko. The LTFRB says out of 7,000 newly opened slots for TNVS rides, only 2,000 were taken and the applications for the remaining ones were eventually closed. Here's the thing. Those slots are for all ride-hailing services, not just Grab. But local ones like Joyride haven't really prospered. Listen to Ronald Gustilio of digital advocacy group Digital Pinoy's. He says the LTFRB could do a much better job of onboarding new slots for existing applicants. So ako, ang tingin ko, what the national government needs to do is to give LTFRB additional budget for the accreditation of TNVS and hopefully sa MC Taxi pag may lona. Nang sa ganun, mabilis nilang ma-process yung accreditation ng mga vehicles. Yung ibang TNVS groups, yun din naman talaga yung inaangal nila, ang bagal ng accreditation. We also reached out to Grab for comment multiple times, but they were unwilling to grant an interview. The LTFRB is the chief regulating body on FAIR, and we just follow based on the guidance of the LTFRB, they said in a text message. It's also worth mentioning that Grab has already been accused of overpricing once before. In 2019, the Philippine Competition Commission ordered the refund of 25.4 million pesos to passengers. Grab has yet to fully comply with the refund today. The Passenger Forum says the only long-term solution to the shortage is encouraging more TNVS operators. The competition Pinipili talaga siya doon sa mahirap na biyahe, tapos yung panahon na traffic, panahon umuulan, doon tumataas yung demand. Eh. Doon din saktong tumataas yung demand at doon din saktong nararamdaman na kulang talaga yung supply. But this is easier said than done. Ride hailing is an extremely capital-intensive business. Globally, Grab itself lost $3.4 billion in 2021, and it's expected to continue to bleed money before turning a profit. And until we're able to set up a system to incentivize more players to compete with Grab, passengers will have to endure the 500 peso rides. 
And as we head into the Christmas holidays, it looks like we'll continue to pay through the nose just for a ride. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.